Hello and welcome back to the Grace Fields Wife Podcast. I'm your host, Beatrice Vargas, and this week we're going to talk a little bit about how to feel closer in marriage. Many of you talk about sometimes feeling disconnected or feeling like roommates or feeling like your communication is off and you can't quite figure out why. Well, today I'm going to teach you one thing that you can do to start to feel closer in your marriage. Let's jump right in. Are you sitting in a marriage that feels empty, struggling to connect with your husband? Maybe you're telling yourself you're just sticking it out for the kids and what really keeps you in the marriage is God. If this is you, I've been there. My story is your story. I want to help you reconnect in marriage and feel cherished again. Hey, I'm Beatrice, a Jesus-loving wife and mom. I've been married for 15 years, but for the past 10, I've actually had the affectionate and connected marriage I've always dreamed of. What happened the first five years? Well, I was busy telling my husband all the things he was doing wrong, like how he needed Jesus and he needed to make me happy. We tried marriage counseling, small groups, all the things we were told that would make our marriage better. Nothing worked and we separated. How did I turn it around? Well, that's what you'll learn in this podcast. Proven skills to communicate better, create more intimacy, and be a grace-fueled wife. So if you're ready to finally communicate effectively with your husband so you can stop fighting and be on the same team again, this podcast is for you. Now grab that journal and let's jump right in. Before we get started, I wanted to talk to you quickly about the grace-fueled marriage method. If you are one of the people who have found my podcast and started binging the episodes, then you need to check out the Grace Field Marriage Method. This is why I take everything that I talk about and consolidate it into well-organized lessons with steps and tips and tricks and everything that we do all in one place. But here's the other thing. It is not just a course, but rather a group coaching program. Because weekly, we meet and we go ahead and we implement all the things that I talk about. I have seen so much transformation for my women during this program. They bring to me the things that they're learning. They bring to me the things that they've tried to do in their marriage, whether it's writing a letter or writing an apology or communicating in one way or another. We talk about it and I'm able to help them communicate what it is that they're feeling in a way that will make their husband less defensive and more open to receiving what it is they have to say. So if you're interested to have a husband who's more open to your suggestions, and hearing what you have to say, then head on over to gracefueledmarriagemethod.com. That's gracefueledmarriagemethod.com. All right, so a couple of weeks ago, I was in the midst of a group couples coaching session and uh, one of the husbands started to share and I was pretty surprised that he was sharing because typically this particular husband is one who's really reserved. His wife had described him as somebody who never really would share. So I thought it was really interesting that he was sharing. One of the other husbands in the group 
you could tell, had been through a lot of personal therapy in his walk. And he starts asking amazing questions. And as he's asking amazing questions, the other husband starts to share more. So then I start to ask some questions and he starts to share more. And I start to dig a little deeper and he starts to share more. And one of the things that had came out in this session was that so often the reason why men don't share, don't connect, don't open up about their feelings, don't talk about their feelings, men often don't feel comfortable to share because they don't feel safe. Now, what does that mean? It means that whether it's true or not, they feel if I share, she's going to discredit me. She's going to disagree with me. She's going to come back at me. She's going to just tell me I'm wrong. She's going to tell me how I did it wrong. The safety concern is that they can't be who they are because we're going to turn around and be like, oh my gosh, again, really? Or you're so this, that, and the other. Or like, well, I disagree because blah, 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 blah. Now imagine men don't really even share together right? Like I know my husband, when he goes out with his buddies, they're not like sitting down talking about their feelings. They're watching a basketball game. They do life differently with other men than they do with their wives. So they're already out of their comfort zone when they're sitting with us and we want to talk about feelings. But when those things come up, if they feel that they're going to be criticized, belittled, put down in every which way, they are going to be less and less open to sharing their feelings, talking about what's going on with them, etc, etc. Now, I get it. At this point, you might be thinking, yeah, I know all this. I'm very careful about the way that I talk to him. I feel like I have to tiptoe around his feelings or I feel like I'm walking on eggshells with him. So I'm already really careful. I get it. Let me tell you, I feel you because I do that as well. I'm where you're at in many places. Here is the thing. So many times... We do it, criticize him, belittle him, put him down, don't give his feelings or his emotions or his whatever space for there to be a difference between what he thinks and what we think. So often we do it without even realizing we're doing it because what's happening is that we are seeing life through our own lens. So he's saying something and we are already using a filter, think of like an Instagram or a Snapchat filter and whatever it is he's saying is coming through that filter and that's how our brain is actually seeing it. But that's not necessarily what he is feeling. The other thing is sometimes he is saying something and there's all these other thoughts going on in his head that he's not articulating. So he's only articulating half the, I don't want to say truth, but like half of what is going on in his head and then the human brain like to complete puzzles and solve problems. And so our brain then goes and starts to fill in the gaps that we see in his story and what he's talking about, because that's how the brain works. The brain just wants to fill in the gaps. We are using past examples, past experiences with him, 
past hurts or past traumas or past life experiences from our own family of origin. And that's what creates the filter. Those are the things that we're using to fill in the gaps for the little bits and pieces of things that he didn't say. And again, this happens almost instantaneously and it happens without us even realizing it. And like I said, I do it all the time. So if I'm doing it all the time and I'm really, really practiced at this skill, I can guarantee that you guys are doing it as well. And again, don't even realize you're doing it because when it comes to being grace-fueled wives, we need to give ourselves grace, but also our husband's grace. And so if giving ourselves grace to say, you know what, I know I'm really trying, but where in you know, the past couple of weeks or where within our relationship, have I not done that quite perfectly? Have I put on a filter without realizing it? Have, where have I done that where I've kind of shut down what he was saying or the ideas that he was trying to convey or the suggestion that he made? Another quick story is someone else asked me a question about her husband who's very opinionated and his opinions were driving her crazy. And I'm like, girl, let me tell you, my husband is also very opinionated and it drives me crazy as well. But what I learned, and again, not perfect at this, but what I learned is that if I give him space to talk about his opinions, to get on a soapbox, to rant, to whatever it is he's feeling in the moment, I'm allowing him that safety to say and do those things without shutting him down and be like, that's dumb. <laughs> I have friends who are complete opposite sides of the political spectrum. And whenever one of them starts talking about politics, they get an argument because one is super conservative and the other one is liberal. And so it's almost like, how do they even get married? Like, how, do you, how are you guys even married? And it's this idea that it either has to be right or wrong. And it can't be both an and. Both an and meaning it is both this and that. For example, uh, I was listening to a podcast and he gave the example of uh, Bill Cosby. How Bill Cosby, been canceled in this world, right? You know, no one likes him. He's done some things that are just not great. He's done some pretty terrible things to women. Fine. But at the same time, because of that, his all his comedic genius people want to just just throw out and just completely forget about and the idea is he can be a comedic genius and also have done these terrible things one is not mutually exclusive of the other so what do i mean by all this i mean that if you really want your husband to feel comfortable or to feel inspired to open up to you more then what we should potentially look to then what we should look to do is number one receive his opinions and ideas and everything like that with an open mind without criticism and without judgment and number two understand that it can be a yes and he can have what we perceive to be a completely wrong idea about something and also be a great father, husband, blah, 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 blah. 
We don't have to agree on every single thing that he says or does. It doesn't always have to be right. Just giving him the space to have his own opinions and be his own person. Because when we don't do that, guess what we're doing? When we don't do that, we are trying to control our husbands to think and act in the ways that we see are most appropriate. Meaning for those of you whose husbands maybe aren't so much into the word or or don't have the type of relationship with the Lord that you wish he did. And, and we fight him on that every single way. Oh, I don't think it's maybe he says something like, oh, I don't think that's for me. I'm just not a church guy. I'm not into going. And we turn around and say, what is wrong with you? Of course, this you need this, blah, blah, blah. And we want to argue with him. Now, think about that. When we employ the yes and strategy, it is, yes, you're, you're most likely right in what it is you have to say to him. And at the same time, we could let him have his own opinion so that he doesn't feel attacked by his wife. Or how many times is it that you'll tell your husband something or make a suggestion about something and he shuts you down, but then someone else says the same thing that we said and all of a sudden he thinks it's a great idea and then we get upset because we're like what the hell I've been telling you to do that for so many years I know in my marriage it's the other way around my husband <laughs> will tell me to do something six ways from Sunday and I'm like mm, no thank you stop no and then someone else will tell me and I will be better suited to receive that advice from somebody else. So understand that, that sometimes he's just not able to receive that particular advice or anything from you. And maybe it's best for someone else to do it. Maybe it's hearing it from someone else. So it's confirmation, right? Because think about when I know when my husband does it to me, I might have an idea that it's a good advice, but then hearing it from somebody else, you know, it, the, the lens is different. Going back to what I was saying about the filter and the lens, I might be looking at somebody else through a different lens and all of a sudden I can start seeing the truth behind what my husband told me in the first place. So when we want to get our husbands to open up, it's really about holding this space of non-judgment for him. And it doesn't happen overnight because what I don't want to happen is you're going to say, beep, I went and I did all these things that you said and I went to my husband and I tried them and they didn't work. Mm, this is, this is not an overnight thing because your husband is still using that lens. So if this is something you've done in the past, he's still going to have this lens of I'm going to speak to her and she's going to shut me down. So then what we have to do is change the lens, right? Like think about actually changing the filter, changing the lens on the camera. That takes time because he's using past experiences and you might have to call it out. You might have to say, hey, you know, maybe you don't say, hey, I'm changing the lens here, but you might have to say, actually, I've realized that by doing that, I wasn't being very helpful to you and I want to change that. Think about how much power that will have in your relationship to tell him that. When we can approach the conversation from a place of humility and saying, hey, I've learned something. I realized that I was doing something wrong and I'm here to change that. That completely disarms 
the other person because they're not so eager to fight us when our guard is down. Think about it. If your husband is a good man, he's not going to attack you completely if your guard is down and you're coming from a place of humility and vulnerability. It's when we are in this place of defensiveness and offensiveness and attack, that's when he comes back with the same level of energy. When I talk about I'm here to help you stop fighting with your husband, that's one of the ways that we do it because you disarm him because he's ready to come back and say, well, every time I want to say something, you shut me down. But when you turn around and say, you know what? I realize that I used to shut you down a lot and that's not very loving or that's not very grace fueled and I don't want to live like that anymore. So I apologize. And then now if he starts to say something like, well, I didn't want to tell you because you were just going to say and, you know, fill in the blank. Then what you're able to say is, why don't you give me a chance? You didn't give me the opportunity to show you that I've changed. I would love for you to give me the opportunity to show you that I've changed. Now you see how the dynamic of the conversation completely shifts and we start to see little by little, real, true, transformative healing. That when you practice this, when we do these small things in bits and pieces over time, it starts to have exponential growth. I hope that that was really helpful to you because it, for me, was one of the most transformational things that I was able to learn for myself and in my marriage. And it really did help to bring us together. It really did for a while I was doing it and then I stopped and then I realized and think about this. We went through everything that we did in our marriage and then things were good. And then at one point things were bad again. And when I looked at what I had gotten away from, when I looked at how did things get bad again, that was one of the things. I wasn't being his best friend and I wasn't giving him a safe space to just talk and share and be himself because in the same way that you want to be loved for exactly who you are, he wants to be loved for exactly who he is. And so once we start to change that lens and take off the filter and see our husbands the way God sees him, all of a sudden we are able to build whole new levels of intimacy. So before I go, I will ask you for one little favor. If you found any kind of value in this episode, if, if it spoke to you in any sort of way, please share it. Share it with a friend or write a review or share it on your social media or to your stories or whatever, because that is the best way for the show to grow and for other people to learn and hear about it. Don't gatekeep it and keep it for yourself. There's plenty of episodes to go around, but share it with somebody who you think might need it. I love you guys, and I will be back next week for another episode of The Grace Fueled Wife. Hey love, I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you found any value in it, any teaching, any transformation, I encourage you to share it with a friend. Click the link, go ahead and share it with a friend, text it to somebody, share it on Instagram, tag me at The Grace Fueled Wife, any of those things, or maybe even write a review. All those things are really the best way that you can thank me and it helps the show to get found by other amazing women just like you. I love you and I'll see you on Tuesday for another episode of The Grace Fueled Wife.